Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. What a day we have for you, right? We get to catch our breath after a great weekend of football, unbelievable baseball. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, we're about to have kickoff on a doubleheader, a, a rare Monday night doubleheader crossing networks, right? You got over on Fox the, uh, the Buffalo Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. So you got a great matchup. And then I don't even know what's the night game. The the Raiders, right? Raiders are playing? Literally no idea. I know I should know. Cowboys Cardinals. That's my bad. That used to be the that used to be the one game where when the Cowboys would come to Phoenix, right, they would sell out. Remember back when the Cardinals stunk? Now you got Kyler Murray from Texas. I think you're gonna hear that several times. Uh, that Ryan uh Ryan Fitzpatrick is went to Harvard and uh Kyler Murray is from Texas. Anyway. Uh, taking on the Dallas Cowboys, who, of course, have a different quarterback. Uh, we are 20, I don't know, six hours or so, 27 hours from World Series Game 1. Clayton Kershaw is going to get the start for the Dodgers. I don't know if that's a surprise. Thankfully, they didn't use him um, at all. Tyler Glasnow is going to – but Tyler Glasnow was throwing yesterday in uh, – in the Rays' bullpen late in that eighth inning, I guess getting ready to come in and maybe, maybe save the day. They didn't end up needing him. So there's a bunch to get to. You know what? Let's get an expert's uh, perspective, a guy who uh, he was good. He was an, an, the NL MVP, of course, for the Philadelphia Phillies. He's Ryan Howard. He's kind of to spend some time with us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Ryan, how are you? Hey, how are we doing? I'm doing well. Um, okay, let, let's, let's start with the Dodgers. Obviously... Record-wise, uh, perception-wise, they were the better team. But in your mind, what changed that series? Uh, 
Um, I think in my mind, I think, you know, obviously the Braves had a couple of mishaps that took place. Um, the Dodgers took advantage. I mean, both teams, I think as Clayton Kershaw put it, both teams fed off of momentum very, very well. And I think that going into the game seven, when, when, when there's a game seven, all bets are off. And I think it was a very exciting game seven. Um, what it came down to were, you know, some key plays and some, some key things that took place. Obviously, Mookie, you know, robbing my guy Freddie Freeman uh, of the home run. Um, you know, then you had the, the rundown situation where, you know, Riley gets uh, or the, the Dodgers get the double play um, from the play at the plate with runners on second and third with nobody out. I mean, and, and then obviously, yeah, you're looking at the pitch of, of Kiki Hernandez coming up, hitting the game-tying homer, and then Bellinger uh, having a, a, a great at-bat and battling pitches and getting a pitch to where he puts it up in the upper deck. So, um, you know, it was just a lot of ebb and flows, an emotional roller coaster of, of a Game 7. Anything cooler than hitting that, like you being a lefty, I said this before, like, first of all, lefties, it's way sweeter to watch you guys swing. And then to hit one that effortlessly, that far in that moment, um, you, you've hit as big a home runs as, what is that feeling actually like? Um, I mean, man, it's, it's an amazing feeling, especially things get magnified in the postseason. Um, you know, doing it during the regular season is, is one thing, but to do it in a situation um, on that kind of a stage where, you know, I think it was, what, seventh inning? Yep. Um, where your team has been down over the course of this series and you haven't had the best series yourself personally, but kind of having some breakthrough, kind of having, you know, some, some, some come around and to put the bat together the way that Cody Bellinger put together in that moment and have it hit, I bet, I, I, I bet he didn't even feel the ball off the bat. It was probably one of those where I think he probably felt like it was so flush he didn't even feel it off the bat. And, um, you know, it's a huge, a huge, huge moment for him, a big moment for the team as well. So, um, you know, for him, I think that's kind of a momentum builder, and you got to watch out for him in this series next go-round. Um, you, you know, the, the the biggest one I can remember, I remember, remember Poole was hitting that one off Lidge, um, was that like 05? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, look, yes, that, that, that. that shook Lidge for like a year. Like, I know he came back and he was – he was with you guys, I think, right after that, and it, like it, it literally shook him for almost a year, maybe even two years before he was back, and he was right. Oh yeah, I mean, it's when you have those kind of situations, um, you know, I don't, I don't think that's a, a thing that's going to be bothersome for Chris Martin. Um, but yeah, I mean that that home run from Pujols definitely uh, had an effect, and um, you know, it's it's just one of those things where. You know, you got to have a short-term memory as a pitcher. And Liggy, you know, came back, had a fresh, clean slate when he came with us and, you know, took full advantage of it and was, was lights out. Yeah, no, he, he blew up the next year, and then they got rid of him. He came to you guys, and then in his second year, that's when he got back to being a dominant closer, 41 saves, uh, was an all-star, was uh, got MVP votes, everything. Like, it it took him a while, but he did, in fact, recover. All right, so help me help me with with this. Let's start with Kershaw, Okay. Um, you know, Kershaw, he got into the, he got into a mess in the sixth. He's not the same pitcher like when you faced him, right? He's, he's just not in terms of, uh, the power, obviously so much of it's about his, his slider. What's your thoughts on Kershaw starting game one for the Dodgers? I mean, I think it's, I think it's poetic justice. I think for a guy like Kershaw, who's been there, um, done everything that he's done for, for the Dodgers organization, um, being in this situation, I mean, he's been he's been that ace for so many years. Um, he's going to be a guy that's going to be poised and ready for the situation. So, um, you know, he he threw well. He threw well. Uh, I think against you know against the Braves in his start, you know, just made a couple little mistakes. So for for Kershaw, he's just got to go out there, be himself. Uh, I know that there's the whole postseason thing that goes on, but you know, hey, he's got he's got a squad behind him that can hit. And he goes out there, posts up. Um, those guys are going to be right there with him. And I think it's, you know, as the Dodgers have shown, there's a lot of resiliency in that team. What do you do if you're Dave Roberts and Kenley's just not the same guy? Like, do you, what, do, what do you do? Like, I, I put you, everybody wanted to be the manager. You've played in all these big games. You know what this is like. 
I put you, like, what do you do? How do you handle the, the ninth inning? Uh, how are you? Um, I think with Kenley, you just gotta, you just gotta have to, to roll with it. He's got a lot of arms, a lot of depth in the, uh, in the pen over there. Um, and again, that's another guy who's, who's been, um, who's been there for you, uh, throughout the years. So you're going to, uh, Dave is going to give him the respect that's, that's due. But I think also Kenley's going to know that, Hey, this is about trying to get a ring. And, and win a championship. So whatever or whenever his number is called, he's going to answer the bell. So, you know, you just hope that he can stay on top of things and be there when they need him. How old, Ryan? How old is she? Oh, one. Huh. One. Yeah, I got, I, got, I got three of them. Three girls uh, about to be – the oldest one is about to be six, middle one's about to be four, and, uh, and then the baby just turned one. So – a lot of lot of heat going around the Howard household. I, I got you. Listen, I I have twin girls are now fourteen. I'm going to give you some advice now. Obviously, you're in a different financial bracket than I am, but I would keep oh, man, talk to me. Keep them away from the well. The horses keep them away from the boys, but they also oh. are going to keep you working. So they're going, you know, like if, <laughs> regular athlete. Like the horses are there at at about six. They're going to be like, Daddy, I want to try riding a pony, and it's really cool. But once they go all in, it is a constant check riding fest. I'm just going to that, you know, that, that's that's. That's where my four-year-old is right now. She's she's on a horse kick. She's liking horses. So. Yeah. Well, listen. I haven't, it, haven't gone down that path yet. Okay, but if they do, the good thing is I can attest at fourteen, there may be some interest in boys, but there's no time, and they got they they got to take care of everything down there. Whatever they get up early in the morning, that part is good. But I don't know how it equates in terms of financially. It, it's a lot. Uh, Ryan Howard joining us thanks to Scottsfield uh, refurbishment program. This is awesome, right? So Scotts is going around the country. And and putting all this money into little league and softball fields, right? That that's kind of what, what the refurbishment program is, isn't it? Yes, most definitely. So uh, Scotts has been going since 2016. They've re- uh, refurbished um, over two dozen fields uh, with an equation of you know 1.75 million um, in support. And it's basically it's gone around and, and helping to refurbish and revitalize these fields to give these kids the opportunity to be able to go out. Um, play in a safe spot, in a good spot, um, not only for them, but for their communities and giving them the opportunity to learn and grow in the game of, of baseball and softball. It's awesome. Uh, I got an 11 year old who's a little jumpy. He got hit in the eye with a fastball. Any, uh, any words of wisdom? I gave you words of wisdom on you and your daughters. Any words of wisdom on, on trying to find a way where he's not scared of what he thinks is wild pitching at his age? Um, I mean, it's tough. Everybody's gone through it. Uh, I mean, we've all at some point in in time gotten hit with uh, hit with the ball. I got hit in the ball one time. I think uh, playing catch in the eye before the game and still played the game. Um, so I mean, it just it, it's one of those things that happens. It hurts for a little bit, and it'll it'll go away. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't be scared. You can't be afraid of it. I mean, it hurts for a second, and then you just got to jump back out there. Best you've ever, we talked about what it feels like to hit that baseball. Best you've ever hit a baseball in a game. Uh, man. Ooh, I mean. I know there's a lot, there's a lot to choose from. I get it. I get it. There's a lot. There's a lot. It wasn't like there's that one time. There's a bunch of times. When you close your eyes and you think of, holy crap, I really got a hold of that one, which is the one that comes to your mind. Um, man, I probably got to take it back to 06 against uh, the Yankees and Yusina. Uh, I hit the ball up to the third deck in Philly. Um, it was just one of those balls where it's like, man, it's, it's, it was uh, like kind of a surprise. Like I knew I hit it good, but it was just kind of a surprise that like where it landed yeah. and hitting it up into the hitting it up into the third deck. But you know, you only hit 58 that year. Had you hit 60, we would have had a different conversation. Yeah. But 58, it's you know, it's a couple short of the Maris number. You know, and so we can't like let's not act like it was that special. But I'm, 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 I'm kidding, of course. All right, get back to wrangling those those uh, those, those girlies. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that's uh, Ryan Howard joining us, former NL MVP, getting us ready for the World Series. I love that. That he's like, yeah, you probably don't even feel hitting the baseball. Like, yeah, I think we all kind of know what that like. Buyer, you can attest to this because you're such a good golfer, right? It's when like when you just just stripe a drive like when you just yeah. is like did i hit that did it and you're just like well, how do how do i 
How do, how do, do I do that again? How do I do that again? <laughs> I want to do that again. I want to do that again right now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the very few times that I do stripe one, I have the feeling on the same on the next shot or the next tee ball. You do. Yeah. yeah, you try to you're like no, you try, hey, yeah, just yeah. easy, you know, just easy, and then I just hook one, duck hook it left. Well, that's the one thing about baseball. Like in golf, like when you duck hook one, you're like, eh, and it was like, I'm, I'm going to play a second one. It was like, all right, all right, fine. Then you hit, and then obviously the second shot is always like right down the middle, right? In baseball, like you just miss getting a hold of one. Like that's it. All right, we'll see you in a couple more innings. You get another shot. It's the it is a really hard sport. Like I'm, I, I get I I've heard Tommy Lasorda's deal on this, right? Where Tommy Lasorda's deal is like. You know, hitting a baseball is so much harder than hitting a golf ball. Golf ball is just sitting there for you. A baseball, you know, it's coming at you. You don't know if it's straight, if it's curving, it's a change up, what the speed is. Like, I think the hardest thing about baseball is, like, if you if you strike out or if you foul it off or you hit a little snare or whatever, a little can of corn, like, we don't you don't get another shot until, like, three innings later or two innings later. And then you might not be facing the same pitcher. So I, I do, th- you know, baseball, well, it's so hard. On Friday, I said Aaron Rodgers had a chance for his moment this weekend. It looks like that moment ran right past him. The Bucks dominated the, the pack. Uh, I'll tell you what I think went so wrong for Green Bay. Next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. You know, something interesting happened. You're watching the Tennessee Titans, and granted, they needed overtime to beat Houston. So let's not act like they're this superior, super dominant team. Like, look, they're really good. They made a playoff run last year, and I think everybody likes them. Um, as Josh Allen throws on a flea flicker and it is deflected early on in the game. Wasn't open, but he just got a cannon. So, of course, they're now going to call pass interference, which was non-existent because everybody's playing for the ball. Like, this is stupid. This is stupid. That's not the the idea of the uh, of pass interference, okay, is do you interfere from a guy's ability to catch a football and the guy's looking back at the ball, he deflects the ball. That's not pass interference. Did he put his hands on him? Like, yeah, I guess. At, at some point, we, we've gotten to where you got to allow defenses to play defense. But whatever. Uh, let's get back to Tennessee Titans. I said, I waved it off good. It's like, yeah, that was a that was a terrible call. They get, they get together like, how was that call, guys? That was really terrible call. Okay, can we pretend like it was an inadvertent penalty? Like I dropped, I just dropped it. My mic's not on, right? No, your mic's not on. Just like pick it up and just wave it off. And go like, our bad, our bad, our bad. Yeah, bad, my bad. Okay, let's play on. So, 7.26 to go in the first quarter. We have football on a Monday on Fox. You should watch that. If you're listening to me, uh, it's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I, here's the thing about the Titans. Okay? There's lots of things to like about them. I like their coach. I don't just like Mike Vrabel because he seems to be a good coach and he played football. Like he's old enough to have worked at a couple different places. He's young enough and still athletic enough to where he'll go bump with some of those defensive linemen. Like that is cred. There, there's a certain credibility to players when you can get out and go like, here, give me the ball or let me get this. Let me show you what I'm trying to say. Otherwise, you get these. Some of these dudes are old men. You just can't, can't physically do it. Especially football, they get so beaten out. Their bodies are so bad. But if you can show somebody, let me instead of telling you, let me show you what I'm thinking, or maybe a way in which you could do it. I think his ability to get down there and get in the trenches with those guys, I think, is a a big factor. I think the fact that they know who they are. We are running the football. We're going to run right at you with Derrick Henry. Like We're not going to be clever and have all kind of jet sweep motion. We're going to use some of that, whatever. But the heart of what we are is we're going to run the football. And then we're going to play great, great defense. And we're just going to run the football, short the game, and play off of play action. We can stop it, stop it. Um, but I, I get the sense, and this is a big thing that I just get the sense of, I think they like what they're doing and how they're doing it. I want you to think about this for a second. If you did not have to go to work tomorrow, would you? Or if they said like, listen, you're still going to get paid. Only you can't show up to your job. We're going to get together and meet 
off-site and just talk about work. But it is completely up to you. It is voluntary. Would you do it? Now, look, I've, I've told people a long time ago, like, this is the sweetest job ever. Right? Like, I get to talk about sports. I watch sports all weekend. I coach some sports. I watch my kid play sports. I talked about sports. And now I get a chance to, like, so it's not really, I get paid, so it's clearly my job. And I say something stupid, I get fired. So it's a job. There's a contract. When a contract expires, they can choose to move on. It's a job. But I would, yes, of course I would. But my job's like one percentile. Think, I want you to think about it. Your job. Like John Ramos does a lot for our show and he does a lot for our company that people don't know about. But just in terms of the job of pressing buttons, would you go and do your job? Show up tomorrow on a Tuesday offsite. And we can't fire you if you don't show up. We don't care if you don't show up. It's just totally up to you. Would you do it? Are you asking me if I would do it? Yeah. When you, when you say offsite, you mean not doing what I do now, like some other job or this no, you job? Just, like, like, here's my point. When the Tennessee Titans, they got in trouble, it was like last week or whatever, they're supposed to be double secret probation because when they had positive tests, that they didn't know if they were false positive or whatever, they all met at like a local park, Right. And there's pictures of them and how dare they do that. And my thing is, I think that's how you know this is a big-time football team. Went to the playoffs. They're playing well early. And when given a chance to, like, hey, we might play this weekend, we might not, we're going to go meet at a park, and the dudes all show up, it just tells you that they have great, they got great chemistry, they got a good thing going there. Because most places of work, like Aaron Rodgers was ticked. And I'll get to Rodgers in a second. He was ticked that he's like, yeah, COVID rules. I can't go. I can't leave Green Bay. Like, yo, you're undefeated. You got the week off. I don't know. I'm sure you. I'm sure he's got a nice house. Right? Like, probably pretty nice. Like, could you go back to California where you're in LA where he lives? Like, yeah, but to complain about it, why wouldn't you want to be around your guys? Why wouldn't you rather be just around your house and run a bunch of errands you never get a chance to run while you have a weekend off because you're by? And it doesn't mean that they have bad chemistry, but they don't have what's special going on in Tennessee, right? When the world is burning down and they don't know if they're going to play a football game and they don't know if they can practice and the guys go like, all right, let's get together at this park. Don't tell anybody. And everybody shows up. It tells you that that is a, in addition to having a coach who knows all the rules and is able to exploit the loopholes, in addition to knowing who they are as a football team, they seem to legitimately like each other and like what they're doing. That is unique in the professional sports world. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Here's how big Doc Emmerich is. You tell me if I'm wrong. How many hockey players can you name? And I would guess, I mean, like Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby. And after that, I don't know how many hockey players I could I could legitimately name. Like, sure, that's a hockey guy or regular guy. I I wouldn't be able to pick out. I would say that people know Doc Emmerich in terms of hockey more so than anyone outside of those two names that I named. What do you think? Accurate? Fire? I think so. Yeah. 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 What What do you What do you think there? Uh, Ramos, is that is that a fair like? If yes. I said hockey player, like would would you know? Well, no, those two ones that you mentioned would probably be the two that I unless they're L.A. Kings, right? Since they're local, but I, I don't know any L.A. Kings. Yeah, who's your favorite king? Who's your favorite uh, king? Uh, what's his name? <laughs> no, I mean, so I'm, I'm not in, in an effort. Okay, I remember Kopitar. Yeah. Is Kopitar still on their team? He is still on the team. Yes, he's one of the. How do you know? How do I know? Yeah. Because I saw him play this season, I think. You did? I think so. Wait, you watched a hockey game? I did. Really? A Kings game. No, I, like I mean, you, don't, you don't have to apologize for no, it. I'm, like, I'm, just... <laughs> I'm just saying that's, yeah. I mean, I didn't watch like tons of them, but I did the Kings well, hey, run. Good, and good I, for I, you. I, good, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, God bless you. Well, thank you. Okay. Uh, can you name any any L.A. King, Dan Byer? Um, no. Kopitar no, no, is no that, longer on the none list. None that I would be like for surely he plays on the Kings right now. Like I would, I would go back to names that maybe I you know knew from the past, and would be like, oh, okay, maybe they're still on the team, but there is no way that I would know, um, for surely right now. Okay, me too. But everybody would know Doc Emmerich, right? Oh yeah. You're like, oh, Doc oh, Emmerich. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I know him. Uh, what about Kopitar? Like, mm, I don't know. No idea. I didn't realize he was seventy-five. Right? Is that his age? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize he was 
up at 75. I thought he was a lot younger than that. Not a lot. Not like he was 32. But then, like in the 60s, I thought maybe. Uh, no, he's not in the 60s. No, I know. In the 70s. <laughs> and, no, and, I know and, he's not. He's and, 75. And he's not, but... um, let's go to Dan Byer for an update on Bill's Chiefs. Dan? Travis Kelsey into the end zone, courtesy of a pass from Patrick Mahomes. Extra point coming up. It's a soggy afternoon in Buffalo. Shocker. 6-3 Kansas City extra point pending. Harrison Butker about to trot onto the field. Uh, Butker's been a little erratic recently. Yes, I, yeah, he had a he had a tough time with some extra points. That's yeah. why this could be a bit of a uh, adventure. Tyler Bass just hit a forty-eight yard field goal in the other direction for Buffalo. We'll see if uh, if Butker's good from the thirty-three yards of the extra point. Um, I, I will say the excessive replays are a little much for me, and I'm not I'm not criticizing. I'm I, the excessive use of replay. Like that's a touchdown. Do we really need to go back and review that one? Like, oh yeah, he's over. His knee came down as his arm goes down to the. It's touchdown. Nobody's arguing. Let's go. Let's keep this thing moving. We just we get locked in on stuff. Uh, yeah, I actually I agree with that a whole lot. Oh, it's just too much. It it ends up like replay is really important and really amazing when used properly at the proper time, but when used at an improper time or overused, it ends up kind of taking away from all the good things about replay. Like, dude, no one's arguing whether it's a touchdown. Let's just go line up, kick the extra point, and keep this thing moving. Uh, it's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so the other side to the Titans is Aaron Rodgers not wanting to stay in town. And then, I, I don't know, they, they basically no-showed after being up 10 nothing, And they look good early. But, man, you want to talk about everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. They get two interceptions in a row, one taken back to the house. Aaron Rodgers after the loss, I feel like we needed a little bit of a wake-up call this season because things had been so good. I think we needed a kick in the A a little bit. Yeah, well, then you got what you needed. (laughs) You got what you – because they got a kick in the booty. I mean, that was just a thorough and complete ass-whooping. Let's just be honest. I didn't know whether to feel bad for Aaron Rodgers or to feel bad for his teammates because Aaron Rodgers was so – out of it that he was off on throws that he's normally not off on. But that was any sort of progress they made. That is regression. And now all of a sudden we get to find out what they're really made of. Meanwhile, like we did this thing with Tom Brady where we assumed that Tom Brady would only go somewhere with weapons. And he did. He went somewhere where they have really good weapons. And then he ended up bringing Rob Gronkowski, who's become actually a part of their offense the past couple weeks. But maybe here's the genius to, to Tom Brady. He has more offensive weapons, but he's not 2007 Tom Brady 50 touchdown passes. He's got to make smart plays and relies on his defense. And the Buccaneers, number two overall defense. Todd Bowles has done a great job as a coordinator. They got really good personnel. I mean, you're drafting the top 10 of the draft of the last decade. You better have some good players. And when you look at the last four seasons in New England, when they saw a rebirth and they went to Super Bowls or to AFC Championship games almost every year, what do they all have in common? After, you know, it's scoring defense. 2016 first, 2017 fifth, 2018 sixth, 2019 first. Brady's no dummy. Go somewhere where, yeah, you got to have some weapons and a good offensive plan, but he knows how to play football. Go somewhere they can stop people and they can put you in position to win more games. That's what he's got in Tampa. Uh, I, I don't know what it means for the, for the Packers. They looked awful. They looked awful. They looked like they looked last year when they played the L.A. Chargers. Just like a mess. So I guess maybe we'll find out in week seven exactly who they are and what they're about. But they were not about week, they were not about week, week six. So we, we shall see. They, I was 38-10 to 10 after leading 10 to nothing, And now they take on the Houston Texans, who only have one win on the year, but did just go to overtime with the Titans. Guess we'll find out. All right, coming up, coming up next, uh, we'll continue to update you on this game as Butkers, he still hasn't kicked the extra point. What happened? Was it a penalty? It's the slowest extra point ever. We gave the touchdown away like two and a half, three minutes ago. This is what I'm saying. Like, pick these things up. Butker makes the extra point. It is seven to three, Kansas City early on. And uh, Pat Mahomes has thrown one touchdown pass if you were playing against him in fantasy football, which I am. I am with my son. I'm with my son. 
All right, coming up, coming up next, everything you've missed from the day in sports and get you ready for a huge night in football and a big day tomorrow with the World Series on Fox in baseball. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This just in from the Wichita Eagle. Teenage boy was naked and covered in ranch dressing, crashed a vehicle into a Kansas gas station on Saturday morning, 3.30 a.m., 17-year-old male was naked under the influence of a substance. He covered himself in ranch dressing, damaged property inside the business, ran outside, and jumped into a running vehicle, then crashed into a nearby pillar. Okay, so um, here's the question. If you were going to cover yourself in a dressing, what dressing would you cover yourself in? John Ramos. Honey mustard. Honey mustard. That's fantastic. It's a very good call. Uh, what about you there, Buyer? Buyer, you strike me as a ranch guy. <laughs> What about barbecue sauce? Would that work? That uh, no, because I did say dressing. If I said, oh, if I said, I, uh, what's what's yeah, the word I'm like looking dressings. for? What's um, the word I'm looking know. for? Um, uh, I condiment. Maybe, yeah. I was saying condiment. Is a is a is barbecue sauce a condiment? I think it is, but generally in the condiment stand, it's like ketchup and mustard and relish, and that's it. But I will, I will, yeah. I mean, like who? And okay, if you were covered in barbecue sauce. Would it be a sweet? Would it be a tangy? It wouldn't would it be, be spicy. spicy? <laughs> I'll tell you that one. <laughs> no, I think it would be spicy. Got it. It would be as mild as it could be. Mm, no, mild. Okay, but if it was a dressing, like, at least it's not blue cheese, right? Like, you know, I, I don't know what you're doing, kid, but at least you got ranch on you, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Ranch is, ranch is like the, that, that, I tell my uh, uh, people all the time that basketball is the, uh, is the equity of the playground, right? Like, th- there's th- there's a value in being able to play basketball. It's something cool about being able to play basketball when you're in school. Um, I th- I feel like it's the same thing with, like, ranch is, you may not love ranch, but of all the dressings you're going to tolerate, ranch is the one. And it's kind of good on everything. I like, it. when I do the wa- Buffalo Wild Wings, I always get the ranch. And then if you ever have, like, a baked potato, you throw a little ranch on it. I didn't say it's great for you, but I'm just telling you, like, ranch is, is pretty solid. Pretty solid stuff. Josh Allen rumbling, stumbling, bumbling. 13-30 to go. Second quarter. 7-3 Chiefs leading the Bills. Uh, let's get to the press. The press. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious of the crossing. If the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak in across the tracks. Even if you don't see the train stop, trains can't paid for by NHTSA. Dan Beyer, what's in the press? You just mentioned the score. This is how it got to be that on 106.5, the Wolf and the Chiefs Radio Network. First and 10 at the Buffalo 11. Pass over the middle, cut by Kelsey. Takes on Edmonds into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Mahomes to Kelsey. What's new? What's new? It's Mahomes' 16 consecutive games with a touchdown. Down pass and all time Kansas City Chiefs record. Yay. Yay. Man, did he think he broke? Who, who do you think he broke? Uh, Steve, De, Steve DeBerg's mark? Maybe uh, Joe Montana for his time in Kansas City? Uh, I wonder. Uh, how many games? It was 16 straight. 16 Alex with, with a touchdown pass? Yeah. Remember, Alex Smith had the record for most games without a touchdown pass to a wide receiver, right? It was some crazy, crazy number. Yeah, that's um, right. So I'm going to say he didn't break Alex Smith's record. I would say it probably is a Steve DeBerg or maybe an Elvis Gerbeck. We'll get our Fox Sports Radio Next Gen Stats crew on that one. Uh, <laughs> elsewhere, the- Next Gen Stats. I mean, like, <laughs> nobody's here. We fired everybody because of COVID. Yeah. Like, sorry. <laughs> Here's our computer system is known as Next Gen. Yes, oh. and, and I made a oh, that's what it is. I made a Next Gen joke on stats, uh, like on Twitter, and I realized that I spelt it not Next Gen, but I did it like the Next Gen computer system that we have. <laughs> uh, that's only funny to us. Uh, you, it's still funny. The Saints are. Even gonna, if it's only funny to us, it's still funny. The Saints will host the Panthers in Week Seven at the Superdome and not at Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. This was a story that popped up last week. The Athletic on it saying that the Saints spoke with LSU officials about possibly playing home games on their campus so fans could attend the game at the outdoor stadium. Well, now reports say that if the Saints did end up moving a home game, it likely wouldn't be until November 22nd. Their next home game after this Panthers matchup would be November 15th, but the day before that is Alabama LSU in Baton Rouge and the likelihood of playing games at Tiger Stadium on back-to-back days. Yeah, not um, good. Yeah, not good. Bad, oh, bad. bad field. 
Bad for the field. The Saints actually went as far on their Twitter handle to tweet out all of the games that have happened in indoor facilities so far this season uh, with saying, like, week one, you know, or week two, Dallas had fans. Week five, Dallas. Like, they mentioned the Colts had fans in the stands, uh, have had fans in the stands, did so yesterday against the Bengals. So they're at least trying to be um, – I don't know if proactive or petty is the word. However, you want to look at it. No, they're trying to. I, I, I under. I totally understand. You're like, look, everybody else is. Everybody else is doing it, mom. And I also understand what you got in New Orleans. You're like, look, we've been through some tough times. You know, we've had some awful things go on in the stadium. Like the last thing we want to be is a petri dish. You know, for 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 COVID. You know, like what's the win? I I get it. It sucks. You're losing money. There's nobody there. Nobody likes it. But if it's in the best interest of our fans to not get sick, then let's let's do that. Doug, the investigation into the Titans' possible violations of the COVID protocols has completed. The NFL and union uh, handling that investigation. The NFL Network says the Titans won't be forced to forfeit games or any draft picks, but the possibility of fines are still available for the Titans. I, I like that they got together. I'm sorry. It was it was before everyone knew. If it was bad, how much it spread or whatever, the possibility of false positives. You know, I don't know about any protocols that they had when they were, were doing it. I just, I like the idea that you don't have to go to work and guys are like, you know what? I want to win this game. Let's get together one extra time. Kansas running back Puka Williams Jr. has opted out of the rest of the college football season to be with his mother in Louisiana as she's battling health issues. Kansas uh, 0-4 on the season, lost to West Virginia this past weekend. Yeah, I like, again, I don't. I don't love the idea of leaving your team, especially when your team needs you, right? When you're, they're just not good. Uh, but if that's the legit reason that a guy who, um, I mean, this is a dude who is a super productive player, although he was not productive against West Virginia, right? He had, um, Puka Williams had, He's had a thousand yards the past two years. Yeah, he hasn't done much uh, this season, but uh, neither has Kansas as a team. But right, uh, so I mean, like, look, if it's a legit story, then and his mom's really sick, then dude, go be with your mom. Like, there's there's no kind of question there. If it's hey, this season's not going my way, and I don't like it because of it, so I'm going to walk and then play somewhere else next year. That one I don't like. It appears we have a touchdown in Buffalo. Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. They're going to have to take a look at this one as well. Pylon cam perfectly placed. Let me see where the left foot is. He catches. Touchdown. Well, he's got to secure the ball. Touchdown. Be a four-yard touchdown pass and catch for the Bills, who would retake the lead from Kansas City. Do you City. agree or do you disagree? No, Senator? I agree. I think that that he is in, and that and the uh, the officials have confirmed it as the Bills are attempting to kick the extra point. Johnson is out of the uh, Zozo Championship. Dustin Johnson not going to play at Sherwood Country Club after testing positive for COVID nineteen last week. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's got familiar. He's f- very familiar with that. Course. I thought you were talking about the Jeff- Jeffrey Tubin story when you said Johnson is out. <laughs> no, extra point is good. I'm not going to touch that one. Please don't. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, Sherwood Country Club used to be the. Come on, site. these are all really good jokes. They are. You know they the are, story. They are very. You know the story. Uh, we just nailed several of them in, in several jokes in in one little. Sherwood used to be the set of the uh, Tigers tournament, now called the Hero World Challenge, which moved to the Bahamas. That event has been canceled. And game one of the World Series is tomorrow. We know the pitching matchup. Tyler Glass now goes for the Rays. Clayton Kershaw will throw for the Dodgers. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. What's the story with the number of people they're letting into the World Series tomorrow? Is it uh, how many people? I think it's the same of what it is, wasn't it? Like ten to fifteen thousand. I thought that's what I've heard. Oh, what do you got? The Ramos is sticking a thumb up. You can just tell us, Ramos. You you have it. You have a. It was loud last night. It was. It was very nice. There was a lot of people kind of, kind of on top of each other at some point. I saw, so maybe a little too close. Yeah, that is a weird new park where it is beautiful inside and it is awful looking. It is a Costco on the outside. Like, there's an architect going like, no, no, the inside. Like, dude, sorry, the outside looks like a Costco. Like, yeah, but the, the roof, the roof, the roof works. You guys like that Jeffrey Tubin joke. Who wins tonight? Cowboys. Huh? Cowboys? I agree. Cowboys. Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.